Welcome to The Vital Point. I'm your host, Jonathan Schechter. If you're interested in different methods and ways to transform your life, like plant medicines and psychedelics, breathwork, meditation, somatic practices, cold exposure, and so many more that we've talked about on this show, then my friends, you are in the right place. This podcast is not just for practitioners. It's also for you if you're new to transformational work and you're looking for more information and direction. The reason I chose the name The Vital Point is to highlight the most important secret to actually changing your life, regardless of the method or modality that interests you. Are you ready to hear it? The vital point is that you have to practice. You can't just listen or read about transformation. And most of the time, you're not going to have some sort of one-time life-changing event. Real transformation is a process. I started this podcast to spotlight incredible leaders and practitioners who have experienced their own transformation and have been called to share their passion and mission with others so that you can benefit as well. If you're new to this type of work, welcome. I'm your host, Jonathan Schechter. I'm an integration and transformation coach, breathwork facilitator, been meditating for 19 years, and recently began teaching mindfulness. Breathwork and a lot of the other modalities and resources I talk about on this show are tools that I discovered when I was at my lowest, going through my own transformational journey. I know how much change they can actually bring because I've experienced it myself. I've experienced the transformation that comes from working, practicing, and integrating these experiences, these practices. My intention is not only to entertain, but that something that you hear on this podcast sparks the fire of your own change. When you do feel called to learn more, please send me or the guests a message. We are all here to grow together and support each other. And I hope you enjoy today's episode of the show. On this episode of the podcast, I get into a different dimension of somatic work than we've discussed before here with my friend, Karen Nietzsche. Karen is a breathwork facilitator and yoga instructor, and also trained in a very interesting dance modality called Contact Beyond Contact that fuses dance, authentic movement, somatic connection, Qigong, and more. And I wanted to learn more about this modality because connecting to our bodies, you know, what you could also call embodiment, is a direct method of transformation. It's also something that a lot of us are not very comfortable with. And Karen and I get into that on this episode as well. As Karen mentions during the podcast, dance and movement practices are a very primal way to connect to ourselves and can also be a catalyst for confronting many sensations stored in the body, as well as working with our relationship to different parts of ourselves and others. So I hope you enjoy this episode and that inspires you to get up and move. Enjoy. Well, awesome. Um, Welcome to another episode of The Vital Point, the podcast that's all about transformational work, transformational practices, uh, information for practitioners, and the curious as well. 
My guest today is a friend. Uh, we met in uh, our neurodynamic breathwork training, and she is a multifaceted uh, teacher, facilitator, instructor. I'm really happy to uh, have her share her um, knowledge and uh, information on the modalities that she teaches today. She is Karen Niche. So welcome, Karen. Thank you. Hi. <laughs> so in addition to breath work, which is where we met, um, mm -hmm. I'm really fascinated to learn more about the other um, modalities that you practice because on the podcast, we've, ha we've talked a lot about different transformational practices. We've talked about different psychedelics and breath work and meditation and ice baths. But some of the most um, popular episodes have actually been around different somatic practices. And from my perspective, uh, especially as somebody that works with plant medicines and you know, somebody that is um, you know, working with people that are working with plant medicines, being in touch with our body, which is what somatic means, right, um, is something that is so key. And oftentimes when people start to go down this path of transformation, of healing, of, of, of changing themselves, they often find that they're really out of touch with, um, with their bodies. And so you are a um, facilitator and trainer of, I believe it's called Contact Beyond Contact, right? Right, yes. As well as yoga and, and some other things. Am I missing any other ones? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, do, I do teach yoga as well. And um, I started to offer something called embodied movement sessions. And as okay. you say, it's really focused on uh, waking up this body wisdom, to connecting to this body wisdom that goes hand in hand with, with breath work, right? So, but we talk, we'll talk a bit more about it. But yes, I offer Contact Beyond Contact, which um, I can explain a bit more what it's about. Uh, and other, and other danced, um, dance modalities, dance healing modalities, right? So really a form of a movement therapy more than just a choreographed dance. Yeah, so let's let's just jump in there with the contact beyond contact. So tell us a little bit more about that practice and what that's all about. Sure. So first, um, I would uh, like to share about the base of, of movement and, and really movement being seen as, uh, and dance in particular being seen as a uh, very ancient healing modality, mm -hmm. right? Because if you go back uh, to indigenous, indigenous communities, we see that dance is at the, at the core of, of healing in, in, in ceremonies, in birth, mm -hmm death like they are using dance to really express right and and yeah. and be in communion so that comes from that from this really fundamental uh fundamental um and how can i say a primal to our humanity right so we're communicating in a different way we are just not only using our words we're not using language but we're using our body to really express and communicate and gather so yeah. 
it all comes from that, from, from this place at first. And we're just then using tools to remember it, right? A bit like breathwork. Um, and contact beyond contact, it's something very particular. It takes its roots in different modalities. So the first modality, and it's a blend of different modalities together. So the first one is contact improvisation, which is a dance improvisation modality that was created in the 70s um, that work with partners, right? So there is this really tangible uh, way of communicating with each other where we are constantly in touch, like a part of our body is in touch with another. And from that, we improvise and, and, and create this beautiful dance. But it's all... Um, it's all um, the starting point is the intuitive self. So we first connect to ourselves, we connect to our being, and then we connect to another being. And then we create this dance improvisation. So that's one of the, one of the tools from contact beyond contact. But in the word contact beyond contact, there is beyond, which is beyond the tangible, beyond the, the physical, right? So there is another tool that we use in Contact Beyond Contact, which is authentic movement. And uh, authentic movement is also another form of um, dance movement therapy that was created in the 50s. Uh, and it's all about unearthing, unearth I, I like to use the word unearthing from within. So first, connect to yourself, you close your eyes, and mostly... Authentic movement is about is practice with your eyes closed, um, and then and then you connect to what's inside you an emotion, a memory, an experience, something, and you let it move you. You let it express it through you, and the guide the, or the facilitator is as the role of the witness, right? Uh, because for the transformation to happen, we, we, need, we need this witness. We need this validation. So we are moving in a way, but we are seen, right? We're not only uh, moving on our own, but there is somebody else that is holding us and seeing us, validating our experience. So there is the contact improvisation, the authentic movement part. There is, it's really a big blend. We are using also some Qigong practices, uh, we are using a bit of yoga as well to warm up the body before we start the sessions. Uh, and then it's, it's just a beautiful mix of tools to connect to yourself first and then connect to others. And to really look at your, your relationships, your relationships with yourself, how you behave with yourself, uh, and how your relationship with with other people, with, with your partner, with your friends, uh, and your relationship with the word and your relationship with nature even, right? It goes like um, beyond yourself. And we are in contact beyond contact, we are connecting and integrating all the bodies. And in yoga, we talk about, right, the koshas, the different bodies. So we have this physical body, but we also have um, we have an emotional body, uh, we have an energy body and a mental body, right? So in, in Contact Beyond Contact, we try to really um, integrate all those bodies and reconnect all those bodies together. So the heart, the mind, the physic, the physical and the spirit. 
um, to, to move toward wholeness, uh, like in breath work, uh, but using our, our senses, using our bodies, using, using this amazing vessel that, that we have and has been gifted to us. <laughs> mm. so, and it's uh, usually a two-hour workshop. Uh, it's been created, I forgot to mention, but it's been created by uh, Vangelis Legekis, who is an amazing choreographer uh, and dancer, and um, during he also studied studied um, Buddhism and Taoism, and during his his entire journey of dance, he realized, oh, something is missing. I really want to to offer dance as a healing tool, as we use we used in the past. So he blended all those dances and healing modalities together and created contact beyond contact uh which i am we are just a few facilitators in the world uh i think we're about 50 people now and um yeah it's it's a beautiful modality and 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 also to use it as a tool to prepare for a breathwork session or to integrate for a breathwork session is is amazing yeah yeah, thank you for sharing all that. Um, it's, it sounds like, especially the authentic movement piece, it sounds like something that would be really good for uh, working with trauma, um, especially like that, that aspect of having the witness and being seen and really feeling supported and held mm-hmm. and, you know, being able to just express whatever wants to come out in the body. Yeah, totally. And it's been it's been a great way to work with with trauma, especially because we are not we are putting words on the side, right? As we do with breath work, so we can really process and connect to this to this body wisdom. And and I love to think about the the body as a library almost. It's you know every emotions, every thoughts, every experience, everything is stored in the body. And, and through the authentic movement or through dance, we're just letting our body express and, and move, move, move everything that is, anything that is stuck really. And that's why breath work and dance and, and, and contact beyond contact or authentic movement goes really great together because it's going towards the same, same goal, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the only sort of frame of reference for this practice, and I've, I've seen some videos, you know, through looking at it on, on your page and just, you know, researching for the show. Um, but the only sort of frame of reference that I have is ecstatic dance. Yeah. So is it, would you say that ecstatic dance and contact beyond contact are similar? Uh, it's not similar, but it comes from the same frame of work, uh, right? Uh, aesthetic dance has kind of the same concept, but you're more on your own. So you right. connect and uh, you have different rules, right? With ecstatic dance and then you let your body express on the music and, and what wants to come out comes out through the body as well. But with Contact Beyond Contact, it goes deeper because we're, we're working in partnership. Uh, and really our goal is also to look at um, our relationships with others. And, and often we, you know, the dance floor really becomes this like mirror of ourselves, and, and the other persons that we dance with and we are partnering with, 
becomes murals as well. So we can, we can ident identify triggers, we can identify patterns through dance. And then we analyze it at the, end of the, at, at the end of the workshop. And during the workshop, we try to understand the way we dance, the way we move is a reflection of our life. And how can we integrate that? And how can we shine the light on some patterns and behaviors that we have uh, in our lives and in, in this dance, in this pondering work? Um, so I would say that's the main, that's the main difference. But it's, it's, it's pretty different, yeah. Yeah, I would, I would imagine that that work is a lot deeper and maybe some, somewhat more challenging because, you know, my own experience with ecstatic dance is that there's, you know, even as I'm just trying to be in the moment and expressing and just being there and being present, there's a lot happening in my mind, you know, of, of like, oh, is somebody looking at me or what are these people doing? And then for me, it was like a, oh, this is an opportunity to, to sit with these thoughts, to let them come up without like really getting caught up with them. But you're, I'm not dancing with anybody, you know? So I, I, love, I love the concept that, um, you know, that you have partners there that can mirror you, that can probably um, evoke some different emotions or some different triggers within the body and then you're just, you're there with them and, and working through them, dancing through them. And I, I love that you mentioned that there's like an integration piece where you have a, a chance to, to talk about that and really explore that a little bit deeper. Yeah, yeah, completely. It's, it's, it's fascinating because it's kind of scary, right? Especially for people that are not dancers. Right. <laughs> it's amazing have people that are not dancers because that's that's what we want right it's not about about how it looks when you move or anything it's it's really about using dance as a vehicle of expression of communication uh and i would say movement in general and we're using really interesting tools like even using kind of leadership skills as well like uh there is a leader and a follower right mm. some in partner dance so we are looking at how does it feel when you are the follower? How does it feel when you are the leader? Uh, in your life, are you more leading or are you more following, right? How can you create balance? Mm. Uh, we also work on the conscious boundary. When is a clear no? When is a clear yes? Um, how can I be more conscious about putting boundaries instead of saying yes because I, I feel obliged, but what is yeah. we are working with all those little tools that are very, very interesting, especially if you come also with your partner, work with uh, with uh, your loving partner or, or friend. Yeah, and like you mentioned, you know, really this is this kind of work is really connecting in a very primal way. You know, you're 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 connecting in a way that's beyond words and you know words are what are they what does it say like 10 percent of our communication right you know so that other 90 percent is is nonverbal. it's expressed through our body and through our face and um like you said you know there's 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 wisdom and experience that's stored in the body on this other level that maybe we're just kind of cut off from most of the time so having that opportunity to really explore that i can see it as a uh, 
a really deep tool um, and, and having a lot of insights and uh, experience come out of that of like, wow, that was unexpected or um, being able to go into the work with certain intention, you know, um, like I know in my, just certain people, um, especially within the breathwork space or the medicine space, um, specifically wanting to interact or stay away from, depending on where they're at, um, you know, people of the opposite sex or the same sex because of, you know, interpersonal dynamics that they're working through. And so to have that opportunity to, uh, to connect and like explore those parts in a very visceral way, you know, where you're in contact with them and in this expanded state, it just sounds really powerful. Yeah, yeah, it is. And as you mentioned, it's really connecting and having the blend of the energy together, letting right through. Uh, uh, but yeah, it's it's very. I remember when I first I came across this practice it was when I was traveling in in Guatemala and I attended the class. Um, actually, I didn't attend the class. I was I was at an ecstatic dance. And I started to see people dancing and I thought, oh, interesting, what are they doing? And they were not really doing contact, like tangible contact improv, but there was something more subtle, subtle. And I was looking from the side and I could even almost tell what was the story between them, right? And they were not sharing anything. They was just moving together. And, and I... And I don't know if I was making up a story, but I could see a language. I could see... Um, a true connection, like a really true, authentic, really genuine human connection. And this is what brought me to this practice. And I want to learn because I'm also a dancer, I'm also a former dancer, but I never experienced dance like, like that. Um, so yeah, very, very transformative. And, and I would say really the goal of this practice is first self-development, right? Relationships with ourselves and with others, uh, but also, um, human connection through human connection. Nowadays, nowadays uh, we're so kind of disconnected. Like often we're so disembodied as well. Like we're just walking zombies because we have this pseudo list. We have this, you know, we, life gets in the way, and 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 we don't even realize that we we become those disembodied kind of robots. So it's. To me, at least, it's very important to have those kind of practices to, to bring me back to my body and be, hey, this is my vessel. I'm here. I really want to be conscious um, and explore. And it's so fun to explore as well through movement, even for people that are not dancing really. I, I know it can be very scary at first, but um, many people that came to the classes and workshops that were not dancers, the script completely flipped at the so beautiful to witness because um, it's really a healing modality. Not healing. Yeah. yeah, I would say that if you are feeling a lot of fear or apprehension in your body, that that's probably a really good invitation to actually explore that, right? Because if there was nothing there to, to work with, if you felt really neutral about it, then it wouldn't have so much of, a, of an emotional charge, 
but you know just just like in breath work like the mm-hmm. fact that there is that sensation coming up is really an invitation to to explore of like well what it, what is coming up for me and and how can i explore that and um like what's the worst thing that's going to happen right you're just going to spend a couple of hours um looking a little silly maybe and uh but- you know <laughs> No, fear is always, I mean, right? I always say it's, you know, when you fear something, go, just go towards it. Uh, but it's, yeah. easy, it's easy to say and it's, it's less easy to do and take the action. But that reminds me, one woman that came to a class in Ohio that I had, she thought it was ecstatic dance and she didn't really understand what it was and that will be working with partners, like really... And it's very intimate. We're creating this space where, you know, we are looking in the eyes of each other. We are, we are with another being without, without, you know, sexualizing or anything, just another being and, and being very intimate with this person. And so I remember this woman who was at the beginning terrified, terrified because her biggest fear was to be in close contact with a stranger. And, right. and so we worked through it. And at the end, uh, it was amazing to, to witness her developments because she, she had a huge breakthrough and, and, and she was laughing and, and she told me she just like went for it and surrendered to the experience. And uh, it was a very healing moment for her. And, and, that she, and from that point, that changed her relationships even with her friends, with, with her family. Um, so what I'm trying to say is that, yes, fear, as you say, fear is, is great and we just have to go towards it and, and, and surrender to it sometimes. It's, it's the only way as in breath work. <laughs> Same. Yeah. And many other, many other areas of life as well. Yeah. What a wonderful story. I mean, that's, that, that's the example right there of, you know, being open and being able to transform that, that fear and that apprehension and just being, being open to exploring it and, and watching it change, you know, that must be very gratifying as a facilitator and just somebody that, you know, is, is trying to share this. Cause like, that's kind of the point, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's beautiful to just witness the process of other human beings because I, I, they are my teachers as well. Um, mm. Every person that I meet, what I see with them is already in me. Everything that for me look at my process. Uh, not that I'm looking at my own process during the workshop, because not at all, right? I, I'm in this position of facilitator, but what I mean is I, I'm learning so much from it by, by teaching it, by sharing it, and even with, same with breath work, learn so much to just hold space for people. And the beauty of just holding space and letting it unfold, it's magic. It's And we need, I do believe that we need more, more and more of those spaces where people can connect and be with yeah. each other. Because with COVID and everything, we've been so disconnected. Um, but... Yeah, definitely. So how, how, how has your breathwork practice been going since we split from our, uh, our training program? Oh, it's been, I mean, 
It's been ups and downs. Uh, I, I really enjoy offering breath work, but I realized for me, it's mostly in-person breath work that I really, really enjoy. I mean, I've been doing some online, but my main, my main workshops are in person in California. Uh, so and I've been pretty lucky to be in a place where I can, I can hold space. I, sorry, I need to plug my phone. <laughs> um, so yeah, I've been doing one second. Sorry about that. <laughs> no worries. So I've been doing mostly um, in-person workshops. Yeah. And, and yeah. then like in terms of a container, are you offering breath work with some of these um, movement practices like combined or are you keeping those mainly separate? Um, I'm going to hold my phone like this if it's fine. Yes. So I've been, I'm actually starting a, what I've been offering is I call it embodied movement sessions to prepare the body to, to dive into the breath work sessions. Uh, and also as a tool to integrate the breathwork session. So for instance, um, to integrate, I use authentic movement more than any other tools. So I, I'm trying with different movement tools, but uh, lately I've been doing integration with authentic movement uh, right after the breathwork session. So it's the three hour workshop. Uh, we're starting right uh, with an intro talk. Then we have the meditation, the breathwork session. And then at the end, uh, we do 20 minutes of uh, authentic movement and then a sharing circle at the end. Yeah, and it's been so powerful. So powerful because first, it's, it's, it's something that I've been experiencing myself with my own breathwork sessions. Um, and I, I found that the dance and this power and the power of movement was so in line with the doors that we're opening when we do a breathwork session. I see, I see breathwork as more of a door that you open and it's like this, this, this big entrance to, this, to the subconscious and to leading towards experience. And then at the end, the movement helps really to integrate and bring the experience back to the body to feel really in the body what, what we saw, what we felt, uh, or if there is any tensions that are in the body still, we, we process it through. And then we talk, but really at the end, we're using words at, at the end. Yeah. After the three hours are all past. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, yeah. Just being able to really connect in that same primal way uh, of being in touch with this other, this other level that we're not necessarily tapping into all the time. And yeah. that, like you said, like the breath work really invites you into yeah yeah breathwork is really a door uh, I, I i if if i could put a visual it's like opening this door this and then there is this long path of you know any kind of experience you can have uh, you know like spiritual or physical or perinatal and then at the end what do we do with it and, and you talk you're you're really um specialized in integration but the main question is what do we do with it uh, and if we don't do anything with it then it's just gone and 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 so yeah the, the movement is really as you say primal and we're reconnecting the experience to the body because let's not forget that we are we are human beings and and 
and this body is our first way to really communicate with each other and and it's an, we have everything imprinted within us so yeah it's it's great integration tool yeah i really like that reminder that you gave us about you know everything being held and stored in the body you know even even the things that we're not aware of or that we have forgotten in the the thinking mind you know the body still holds on to that and i think unfortunately most people only connect to that in like a really um like a negative way you know they only really experience that when some some sort of anxiety or some sort of stress comes up in the body Mm -hmm. but like it's not just that sort of stress it can also be joy and you know bliss and feeling good you know it's not just the negative totally and that's the great reminder too that we have joy and love and hope stored in us and it's just a way to access it uh especially in 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 difficult times as well when we go through grief or we go through uh any kind of of trauma that really disconnect ourselves to our bodies because we have this tendencies as humans to um how do you say in english uh dissociate 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 ourselves um, so yeah, it's, it's really about how can we bring us back to our body and, and experience joy and hope and, and fear and sadness and, and all those emotions are valid and, and we are, yeah, we are made of all that and it's, it's totally okay to experience it, to experience it and especially through movement, we are, we are able to express it without really putting any meaning behind it, like really putting any uh, really thoughts behind it. We're just processing Yeah. Right. And I, that's, to me, that's like one of the keys there, right, is just to, just to be, just to express mm-hmm. without, without having any movement behind it. Um, you know, even, even thinking about like, I mean, I'm not a dancer, so obviously this is an area, you know, a lot more about than I do, but just thinking about how we dance in just sort of our regular lives. Um, a lot of times there's a goal or there's a, a beginning and an end and a very, um, you know, sort of defined container. It's almost like, a, an exercise or something that we're doing right. rather than just a practice of being which is sounds more like the contact beyond contact and the authentic movement is exploring. And, you know, in that way, it becomes like a a meditation, um, you know, an embodiment of, of, of our presence and ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And it's, it's, it's exactly that. It's, um, I like that you use the word embodiment because really embodied, it's, it's, there is such a hype around this word lately, but really embodied means fully landing in our body. How can I fully land in this body? And yeah, it's, we, we as you say, when we dance, we, may, we might have this idea of dance as a, as a choreography, as an exercise, as uh, following really uh, something, someone, and and the invitation here is not 
to do that at all. It's, you can be as wild as you want. You can really, it's a space of, of um, deconstructing and not following anything or anyone except yourself and what you really want to express. Uh, and then, yeah, and then we work with tools. But this is in a, the dance floor doesn't become a stage at all. Uh, the dance floor is a place where we we gather in community and, 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 and we heal together. Yeah. And we're all in the same process, a bit like in breastwork as well, where we say we have this um, energetic group of supports, right? With all the breathers. Well, the mm. mover is exactly the same. There is this big uh, nets of support and it's safe and it's, yeah, it's beautiful and it doesn't have to look any certain way and everyone are welcome as well. Um, yeah. Yeah. What do you think is a good way for people to start to, um, create more embodiment in their lives and be more connected to, to themselves and to their body. Like, you know, I'm sure you've worked with people that are sort of brand new and you can kind of see mm -hmm. or feel like the, the resistance, um, that, that comes up. So like, what's, what are some good ways to really begin to explore these things that you're talking about? Well, it's a great question. Uh, yeah, there are like many ways, but I would say with people that are like a little bit, have a little bit of resistance, uh, one thing, one tool that I give always at the beginning for newcomers is to close your eyes, right? And the first thing is really you want to connect to your senses. So first you want to connect to your sensations. So closing your eyes, really making sure that you are on the ground, like your barefoot, you're touching the ground. Um, because the physical gives, it, it sends a signal to your brain Especially if you're grounded, if you're on the floor, if you feel the floor, give a signal to your brain, I am safe, I am here, right? Uh, there is one great tool is when we have anxiety or panic attacks that I, I give to people often is to pinch, their, to pinch their thumbs here. Because if you pinch your thumb, it brings you right back into your body. So it's kind of the same. You close your eyes, you make sure you touch the ground, and you start from there. You just breathe. And your body, start from go all the way up to the head and down. And just that, you become more conscious of, of, of your vessel first. And then we start from there. But I think, especially for people that have resistance and also to be in a group setting uh, or scared to be judged or a little bit shy or all that, um, first part, close your eyes, land here, connect to your body. Then we start from, and then we. Awesome, yeah, that's great advice. Yes, connecting to the earth and connecting to where we feel connected. Um, really, just reminding yourself that you are in this body, and as simple as that. Yeah. And also if there is any, what I like to do is when we do the first scan of the body, if there is any tension in your body or if there is any places that really grasp your attention, let's say you, you close your eyes, you scan your body and, and you arrive in your shoulders and, and here I grasp your attention is like super blocked or you didn't even notice before, but you're like this, right? Just like send some breath, 
sensor movement and start to slowly move the body part, right? Until it dissolves or maybe it becomes less painful. And as you do that, it's, it really starts a movement, it creates a movement. And the attention you will see is going to focus in different parts of the body. It's going to go, it's going to land somewhere else. And maybe where it's going to land next time is not a tense, painful area, but maybe it's a place where you feel open, where you feel already in expansion, right? Maybe it's the heart. And then you let yourself land there, right? And you see the difference between the first attention and the second part, which is more open and more spacious. And, and you try to navigate in between and see how it feels. So it's all about really connecting to the sensations without putting any label really on it or, or um, trying to fix it or figure it out. Mm. There, yeah, there, yeah. There, that reminds me of um, like the pendulation within somatic experiencing. So like really connecting to a place where you feel safe and secure and grounded and then being able to move between that space and maybe a place that feels a little bit more uncomfortable or less inviting to be in. Um, But just knowing that you can always go back to that place where you do feel safe and secure and noticing that they're not the same. You know, mm-hmm. noticing that there is a difference and that you can um, move between them and not be overwhelmed by one or the other, especially the, the, uh, the discomfort. Totally. And this is part, this is all part of you. This is all part of us, right? Our places where we're going to be tensed and maybe have a little bit more fear to go towards because we know it's our dedicated spot or there is a trauma stored somewhere or something is stored that doesn't feel right but there is also the joyful and the more open side of our bodies and it's all about balance wow that's a good that's a good reminder yeah and as you said grounding and and feeling safe is is really the first it's the starting point we we can't really move and go into this practice if we don't we don't feel grounded if we don't practice this presence it's really presence uh, awareness it starts from, it starts from the uh, the presence awareness yeah awesome where can um, people learn more about contact beyond contact or w- about working with you um, specifically so contact beyond contact um, you can learn if you want can learn about it in depth on the unite unity space um, I will send you the link but it's called unityspace.com it's the website of the creator of Vangelis Legacus who is the creator of contact beyond contact and as well as on my website erinnitch.com uh, and I offer sessions in Ohio and Santa Barbara in California but there, if you go on the United Space website, I know they have, um, I believe they have the facilitators listed. And you can find, uh, they have facilitators all around the world. Not that many, but I know you can find a few in Europe, a few in the US, and a few in Asia. Um, so yeah. And for my own workshops, it's uh, on my website or my Instagram, karen.mitch. Yes. Awesome. And I, I think I saw something about your doing some um, some more work with with Michael Stone and neurodynamic breathwork, right? 
like some moving practices? Yes, we are going to do, um, so Michael and I, uh, we are going to start, I'm going to, to offer the subscribers of the community an embodied movement uh, preparation. So it will be a 50 minutes um, movement, gentle movement session before we dive, before they dive in the breathwork session with Michael. And it will be on Wednesday, June 15. I believe it's on the website of Neurodynamic Breathwork. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, congratulations on that. That's, that sounds like a great opportunity to continue that work with Michael. Yeah, 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 it's, it's great. And, and I love Neurodynamic Breathwork community, where we both come from. So, and we met. <laughs> yeah. Well, awesome. Um, yeah, so if you're in Ojai or Santa Barbara, definitely check out um, Karen's offerings. Um, I know you, you teach some yoga as well, right? I do. I do. I teach in Ojai at a studio called Light and Space, where I give as well the contact beyond contact and breathwork sessions. So, um, and it's on Tuesday evening. But if you, if you really want to know about all the offerings, you can sign up also on my newsletter in my Instagram. There is the little link in my bio, and uh, there is a link where you can sign on the um, newsletter. Yeah, that's why I sent all my offerings to everyone. Awesome. Well, everybody listening should go ahead and do that. And uh, Karen, thank you so much for being on the podcast and sharing this information about this um, wonderful modality with us. It's just so great to continue to learn about all the different practices that are out there to really help us transform and become more embodied, become more present and, um, you know, more connected to each other. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for asking me to be here and having me to share a bit of what I love to do the most. It really fills my heart to, you know, to bring people together, to, to help each other, you know, like connect authentically with other, other beings on this, on this journey called life. Huh? Yeah. I can really feel that within, you know, your, your presence as you're, as you're talking about that. And, you know, that's, it's not just that I know you is that, that was the other thing it was like, uh, you know, I, I know that you're passionate about this and um, it's really interesting to me. And, and that's, you know, part of what I want to do is, is continue to share these practices with people and give them more information so that they know all the different ways that they can connect and continue to grow that are out there. So, you know, I, I appreciate you um, coming on the podcast. And I also appreciate everybody that uh, joined in the live. Um, if you're watching or watching on the replay, thank you so much. And if you are listening to the audio on Spotify or Apple, um, please give the podcast a review. I would love that. And it would help to um, continue to get the word out to more people, get more uh, visibility for the show. So if you can leave a review, I definitely would appreciate that. And uh, once again, thank you so much for uh, being here with us, with myself and Karen Nietzsche on uh, the Vital Point podcast. And we will see you next time. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for checking out another episode of the podcast. I hope that you enjoyed it and that you feel inspired to go and do some practice of your own. 
remember that integration and practice is the vital point. Maybe this episode inspired you to add something new to your daily or regular practice, like meditation or breath work. Or you're ready to take that ice bath that you've been dreading, but you know is going to be really good for you. Maybe you're curious to something that you've been called to try, you know, like working with a new teacher or facilitator or working with a psychedelic or plant medicine in whatever way is safe and legal for you where you live. Please reach out to me or to the guest through the links on the show page to learn more about what we talked about on this episode. Subscribe to the podcast and please leave us a review, which really helps the show, makes it visible to more people. And if you're finding the show valuable, please share it with a friend that would also be interested and uh, share it on your social media. Follow me at Blue Magic Alchemy on Instagram. That's all one word. And if you're interested in learning more about breathwork or you'd like support with self-development and transformational practice, reach out to me at bluemagicalchemy at gmail.com or Instagram to set up a discovery call for individual coaching sessions and my six-month transformational coaching container. Until next time, be well, keep practicing, because that's the vital point. Be well, my friends.